you can only imagine how that last part is going to go over in the United States right now, Montague said in a dry, sarcastic way. But we're on an educational road show, and so we know it will take time. However, I promise we will re-educate people. We realize that knowledge of the truth does not always help people change because of their emotions inside, as these come from the subconscious mind or from factors beside the real issue. At this point, Montague returned to his seat and asked for questions, rebuttals, and comments. It was an unspoken protocol in the committee that an underclassman did not speak first, but Leo couldn't help it, and surprised even himself when he raised his hand. President Hutchins pointed to him and indicated he should ask his question. Leo stood up. He was wearing dark gray dress slacks with a blue long-sleeved shirt with cufflinks. He wasn't wearing a tie, but was wearing a gray tweed sport jacket. Mr. Hutchins, my fellow students and our esteemed guest, Leo began, I want to sincerely thank you from the bottom of my heart for the courage that it takes to share this information around the world. My comment is more of an addendum to the race question. Also, when you ended your speech, you mentioned three words that I would like to shine some additional light on. You used the words, the real issue, the language, perhaps that's where racial harmony goes wrong, of saying to one another, what race are you, surely sparks the mind to confrontation. Words paint pictures in the mind's eye, and the word race is one of a competitive nature. What we need is a word that is of a cooperative nature. Yes, we race in the Olympics. But the 400-year-old race that has been going on throughout the Western world has not been as friendly as those in the Olympic events. In this race, the rules are modified and the track is altered. So, as you so eloquently stated, there can be no race. When you end it with the words, the real issue, it reminded me of what my grandfather used to tell me. He would say, listen to people carefully. Listen to the reason they give you about why they can't do something. And then keep asking questions, and you'll hear the real reason. Tell me if I'm wrong, but has anyone studied the origins of the race problems we have in the world today? I say follow the money. I don't remember you mentioning that aspect, Mr. Montague, Leo said, thinking about his uncle, and wondering if the next words he was going to speak would turn out to be as persuasive in terms of his audience as Uncle Jack's had been in influencing him. Collectively, humans have given every excuse under the sun to steal people or their property. The real reason is purely economic. Give any man ten workers whom he doesn't have to pay and whom he will make work sixteen hours per day for about two years. That man would get rich even if those workers were only washing walls. Free or cheap labor is the dream of many businessmen. When they have that, they can spring forth wealth where none existed before. So the main reason to keep people separated, uneducated, and prejudiced is seeded by an economic incentive to do so. There's money to be made from poor, downtrodden people. 